If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to NFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Skip, sorry. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Yep. Drinking orange juice. <laughs> yeah, baby. My gin and juice. 9 a.m. Let's it, go. Is it gin and juice or is it just orange juice? No, it's just orange juice. I'm not that gangster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's breakfast time. We're doing this remotely because yeah. I am in... Um, where am I? I'm in uh, this place called Bedinger Strand. Mm. Okay, so it's like... I don't know, 45 minutes east of Malma. Okay. Cute little beach town. Nice. Um, <clears throat> to the water? I'm only like three blocks from the water. It's gorgeous. Oh, man. Uh, and every time, it, look, I come to Skåne, I've been here to this part of Sweden, I don't know, maybe five or six times in the 15 years that I've lived here. And every time I come here, I think to myself, this is hands down the most beautiful part of Sweden. Period. Oh, wow. It just is. And and I always forget when I leave like how much I love it. It's it, That's it's a just bold gorgeous. statement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even in Malmo, I feel like we spent the day yesterday walking around Malmo, which is where I got this sick ass fucking Falcons hoodie found it at a thrift shop in Malmo. Nice. Uh, for, <laughs> for those, those of you who can see it in the background, yeah. those of you listening, he's um, got a Falcons hoodie behind him, just uh, yeah. showing out, man. <laughs> I bought it for uh, for my boy Isak. And um, anyway, I, you get this real. It's such a, a a sense of like there's more cultural diversity when you walk around a city like Malmo than than when you're in Stockholm. Oh, really? Um, not just like the population, but also just like the kind of vibe, the city itself, like the different weird little, you have way more like weird little sh- like ethnic shops kind of, you know, they have them okay. in Stockholm, so but they're all kind of influence. <clears throat> yeah. But in Stockholm, they're all kind of hidden away. Like, oh, they're all out in where Holman or, or all those shops are over here or over there. But, mm. but in Malmo, these shops are kind of scattered. They're more integrated into the city. I think okay. is, is probably the biggest difference, I think. And you walk around and it's like, I mean, it's you almost you feel way more like you're walking around in a Benetton ad than you know <laughs> in, than walking around, oh, there's another tall blonde haired chick. Wow, great. Yeah. You know, to me that's <laughs> Stockholm. You know. Um, but it's cool. I dig it down here. I, I could if I ever get like real money. I think I might buy a place down here. This is fucking, it's crazy beautiful down here. You ever been down here? Uh, I've been, uh, I've been to Malmo for comedy. So it was like. You got to go to the beach, bro. The sand, it kind of blows your mind. You go down to the beach and it's like, uh, this is not, I'm not in Sweden. White sand, tur- mm. blue turquoise water. You're like, what is this? This is not, 
You know how we make fun of our wives saying, like, you know, first yeah. time you come to Sweden, you go to the beach. It's like, this ain't no goddamn beach. Yeah. They got beaches down here, bro. Like, for real. Oh, man. On a chain, nice. a big ass chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and shout, yeah, shout out to the guy that I bumped into yesterday. He was walking through the streets of Malmo, Seahawks fan. Oh, really? Uh, Does he listen yeah. to the pot? I don't think so. I don't know. I just kind of, we sort of bumped and I looked and I saw his thing and I was like, yo, let Russ cook, bro. He was like, yo. <laughs> let Russ cook, bro. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. Well, I'm, I'll uh, yeah, be, sir. I'm on, I'm by myself on the uh, soundboard today. So if anybody's uh, mad or happy about it, it's all me. <laughs> yeah, if you got, got complaints. I got to do it for both of us, man. Yeah. We're going to get up and on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. Oh, yes. <laughs> You didn't tell me you put that one on there. That's great. I love on a it. chain, a big ass chain. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be hand, handling all of this, man. Oh man, we're gonna be. And if you like it, later. if you like it, uh, you can call me Champ Champ. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like it, uh. And if you don't like it, Ooh, fuck that guy. No, he did. I hit the wrong button. Fuck that guy. <laughs> That's a, we need that one, man. Yeah, we're going to be using that one a lot. I can feel it. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the off season's almost over, so I don't think we'll be using that one so I much. I know, right? <laughs> but, but we will be using it next time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, so what's going on? I got nothing going on on my end to update anybody about, so same old same. Yeah, I'm still out here working um, on these jokes. That's it. Yeah, everything's good over here. Uh, I'm down here with the family. We're having a nice time, just kind of chillaxing. Uh, you know, keeping an eye on on the news and whatnot. What's uh, going on one of my news? favorite, one of my favorite non football related stories oh, is that Na- NASA has apparently put out an ad. They're looking for real people to live on fake. Mars for a year. They're going to build like a fake Mars simulator thing. And they want people to live there for a year. Um, I mean, I don't have time for that, but I think it would be kind of fun to like nominate some people to do that. (laughs) I mean, I would certainly nominate Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer just to to get rid of them for a year. Jerry Jones. I think, Jerry Jones would be nice. Yeah. Um, Fuck I, that but guy. I think if, exactly. If I had to nominate anyone, I guess I'd have to nominate the Falcons' um, defense. Um, <laughs> their D line, the D line. You ever? That's that's like PFF. They came out with the D line rankings this year, mm-hmm. uh, and the Falcons finished second to last. Oh damn! <laughs> They're in thirty-first place, just ahead of the Houston Texans. Ooh. Oh Smack in the face. Ugly, right? <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Where'd I they put your dolphins? You... Let's see. Huh? Oh, you're trying to say dolphins? I'm looking to see line. where they... We should be in the top yeah, half. Yeah, I'm just... Especially with Jalen Phillips uh, joining the squad. Hmm, good question. We got the Steelers. We got the Steelers at number one. Best D-line. Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess I would probably go with Tampa just out of just just because. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're up there somewhere. I'm I'm scrolling to see where they 
Where the hell are the Dolphins? Damn, maybe, bro. Maybe we're team number 33. Oh, whoa. They put you at 28. Get the fuck out of here. 28. Dude. You guys are down here with us. That's bullshit. That's surprising. That's very surprising. Emmanuel Agba, Jalen Phillips. <laughs> Come on, man. They got they got Seahawks at 29. This is that fucking problem we were talking about. They got to yeah, fix that shit. Miami didn't have that problem. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Miami had a great defense exactly. last year. What are they talking about? I mean, whatever. We talk a lot about their their D backs, but we, I don't know. I don't really know much about their D line. Mm. Anyway, I just thought it'd be fun. To, yeah. What just is going on in all the league, these people? What's uh? There's been a lot of signings um, this week. Uh, let's see. Let's start it off with a six-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle Gerald McCoy signs with the Raiders. Great cash, homie. Yep. He, uh, this Girl guy. McCoy. Any he <clears throat> a little bit? Yes, I believe he is. Uh, he was the third overall pick in 2010. Oh, he was great. He's on his, he's, he's going on his fourth team. Um, six time pro bowler, nine seasons with the Bucks. He was cut by Tampa two years ago, signed with the Panthers, and then he signed with the Cowboys last year. Uh, ruptured a quad tendon during training camp. So I guess he didn't play much last year. Um, anyway, he, I, it seems a little weird to sign somebody that I don't know how old he is, but I don't know. Seems like damn as good as to me. Yeah. He's, uh, he's on the wrong side of 30. I shouldn't say wrong. That's what people say. I'm not going to say that. Shit. He's, he's over 30. Uh, how, how long did it sign? He's on the. He's on the unfortunate side of 30. Let's, let's just <laughs> How did, put it that uh, way. What was the deal? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. It doesn't – This man, I didn't say all the details, really, here okay. in this did, article. How many, I'm not how sure. Many years? It's, it, this has to be like a one- or two-year deal, would yeah, be my I'm guess. That too. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the big, well, one of the big, there were a couple of big signing, other signings way bigger than that one. Josh Allen signs six year extension worth $258 million. You are trash! <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen, never heard of him. Is he good? Uh, is he good? Is he good? Cash, I got to do the straight cash, but I still think. You know what we got to get? We got to pull one of our own sound bites from last season's <laughs> pod where you're like, Herbert. Fool's gold. He's oh, fool's, fool's gold. gold. He no. is fool's gold. I still think he's fool's gold. I still I think so. I think if you add, if you add Stephon Diggs to any team, he made us. <laughs> he, he made Kirk Cousins uh, get that big deal too. Don't forget, man. That's Don't a fair forget. point. Actually, <laughs> that's a fair point. Everybody, people acting like Josh Allen. The thing about Josh Allen at first, his first season was he could beat you with his legs. Then he got better with his arm, but uh, he never really got above average uh, as far as accuracy or percentage until he started mm. throwing the ball to Stephon Diggs, who had the most yards in the league last year. The fuck out of here, man. I'm it's not sold fair, yet. I'm not a, sold yet. It's a fair point. Fair point. You are uh, trash! That's, my, that's how I feel about him. <laughs> yeah, so it's a six-year... You got a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of star quarterbacks who whose rookie deals are, are getting ready to run out. Um, and so you're going to see, you're going to see these, more of these big deals coming. I think Lamar Jackson's got one down the pipe, uh, coming. 
uh, Baker Mayfield's out there waiting to sign his new extension. I saw so we'll that. see. But they asked him about mm. it. He's like, uh, it's not in my hands, so I don't care. It's like, you should kind of care. <laughs> mm. He's got an he, agent for that shit. Yeah, that's what he's saying. But um, the, the words, I don't care, I think he misworded that. Maybe he should have said, I'm not, it's not on the top of my mind. <clears throat> but you should definitely care. But um, uh, I think before anything else, we got to just... Xavier Howard has been re-signed by the Miami Dolphins. Restructured deal is going to be on the team. That's all I cared about this week. Uh, not that I mean, that was, I, I told you that was going to happen, but uh, you did. I'm really interested to hear your take on this deal. To, but I, I read a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. For starters, I think it's a no-brainer. No yeah. way you let this guy walk. No right. way. Um, and the deal appears to be quite team friendly in that it's very incentive based deal. Right. Is that how yeah. am I, am I wrong? No, you're right. You're Cause right. it's not like he really got a whole lot more guaranteed money. No, he didn't get much. He, more. Just, he, he got this year guaranteed and, right? uh, and it's a restructured contract that they can revisit next year. But, um, right? his, if he gets injured, he still gets paid. That was the, that was another major part of it. Hmm. And okay. then, and then next year they get to uh, to revisit the contract. I mean, this kind of seems like a good deal, and 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 in one way, I mean, I, it's hard, you know. It's like I, it, on one way, on one level, you you think he's being kind of selfish and like, oh, you signed a deal only a year ago, but at the same time, it's like, two years you know, ago. yeah, it's two years ago. But uh, you know, he's two not years wrong. Ago he's, before they decided <clears throat> to tank or uh, before everybody right. thought they were tanking right <laughs> that was the right two years ago yeah and then they left everybody out. They, they dumped the team he put a, a post on twitter of that will smith the last episode of fresh prince when he's mm. standing by himself <laughs> in the middle of the living room and it's all empty <clears throat> he put that picture of like damn i'm the last one here that type of thing <laughs> so he stuck mm. it out man through a rebuild and uh, and that's and balled I, that's out. That's a uh, yeah, yeah. That deserves some respect. I think I agree with that. Um, who else signed an extension? Colts linebacker Darius Leonard signs five year, ninety nine point two five million dollar deal. Straight cash, homie. God damn. Fifty two point fifty two point five of that money million is going to be guaranteed. He is now the highest paid inside linebacker in the NFL. Shit. <laughs> There's a beast. <clears throat> it's yeah. not fucking around, Darius Leonard. I'm glad, man. Especially when you know how my, and gambling is here now, officially. Mm. They're about to be yep. raking it in. So these players need to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, good news for the Giants. It looks like Saquon Barkley is gonna be back for by week three. Oh, good. Uh he's I think he had his first day on the practice field yesterday. Uh, so he's on his way back. That would be huge for the Giants. Saquon's back, baby. <clears throat> I, Saquon is one of those players that, you know, setting aside how you m- may or may not f- have any feelings at all, for, even if you hate the Giants, it's like, how could you not like Saquon Barkley? The guy's he's just, he's too good. To, yeah. He's too good to hate, to yeah, be honest. He's a he's a, 
I was like, why would somebody take a running back that high? But then you see him play, it's like, oh, that's why. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, and, I, and I always root for that position. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I love Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley because everybody's acting like uh, running, bu- running backs are, you know, replaceable and dispensable mm. or whatever. But uh, then you get guys like Derrick Henry and uh, Saquon Barkley. I'm just like, hey, mm. this ain't, this ain't, it ain't like that. <laughs> you need that. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Um, one of the more interesting stories that's popped up in the last couple of days is this uh, Saints wideout Michael Thomas sort of oh, yeah. firing out these weird cryptic tweet that suggests there may be a bit of a mystery afoot in uh, in New Orleans. Um, for those of you who don't remember, Michael Thomas injured his ankle last year. Well, first of all, even before that, the guy's a fucking – well, okay, let's go back. He's a great wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. He's – He's um, Pro Bowl a couple of times. I think he was, uh, you know, highest receiving yards two thousand eighteen or nineteen. I can't remember which one. But um, <clears throat> and then things started to get a little weird with him. He obviously, I guess, he maybe it went to his head. He's got a little attitude. He, um, you know, got into a fight with some of his own players. Got suspended for a game. Um, but last year he gets this high ankle sprain pretty early in the season. And um, instead of rehabbing it or instead of getting the surgery like the Saints wanted him to do, he he got a second opinion and wanted to, to rehab it. Uh, that didn't go well. The Saints are claiming that during this period from March until June, you know, they kept trying to check in with him like, hey, how's the rehab going? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they claim that he refused to answer or return their phone calls. Oh, wow. Uh, no, and, that they, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they no, you don't claim that they did not know the situation until he showed up to minicamp and found out, oh, fuck, this guy's got to get. So the rehab didn't work. He's got to get surgery. Um, and they obviously, the Saints were not happy about this. And Sean Payton said this in, you know, in a press conference that he thought the surgery should have happened a long time ago, mm. which I guess Thomas felt kind of insulted by that. So he fires off this weird cryptic tweet that says, They tried to damage your reputation. Yeah, you, yeah, save th- yeah. you save theirs by not telling quiet. your side of yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what exactly is he? They I asked mean, if Sean we're Peyton about it, he declined <clears throat> to uh, to comment on it. So yeah, which was I, uh, so now he's doing taking a high road. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, oh, drama. Yeah, a little bit of drama. Uh, definitely a lack of communication going on, and of course, predictably, this has led to um, reports that a trade is inevitable. Yeah. I I mean, they were trying to get rid of him last year. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. They were trying to get rid of him last year. And I think the ankle injury is what prevented them from dealing him. Because I think there were some internal behavioral issues that they didn't like. But he's still Um, Michael Thomas, man. They're just not going to want that. No. No, he's exactly. He's still good. You're absolutely right about that. Who's Jameis Winston going to be throwing the ball to? Who's Taysom Hill going to be throwing the ball to if it's him? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Jameis can throw it to Taysom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you know what? Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about the uh, Tim Tebow thing. Uh, yeah. And one thing we didn't mention, 
because we talked about the possibility of him coming out quarterbacking or whatever. Um, And we didn't mention how stupid that is to mess up the rhythm of your rookie quarterback so you can get this guy in. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? When I think of Taysom Hill, I think of of, uh, Tim Tebow and – how he would they would try to use him if they use him in a quarterback capacity, but I don't think that would be a good idea, man, to, to mess I, up Trevor Lawrence's rhythm like that, to just to try to get Tebow some some touches and trick play. I agree, I agree with you, and I think Taysom Hill coming in for Drew Brees is not the equivalent Mm-mm. of Tim Tebow coming in for Trevor Lawrence. No. You know, Drew Brees was an established veteran quarterback who, um, who was who had become limited as well. Exactly. Couldn't throw the ball downfield uh, as much. You know, he was, he was uh, at the end of his yeah. road. It's not the same thing. No. Nah. Uh, well, the rumors are that the Saints are in the market for a DB. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. they have their eyes on Jags' CJ Henderson. You know which one they can't have? Which one? Xavier and Howard. That's what they can't have. <laughs> That's true. They would, <laughs> they would love that. What God, I'm glad... Oh my God! What a nightmare that would be for the Falcons. <laughs> what about Gilmore? You said Gilmore, right? No, CJ CJ Henderson. Oh, because Gilmore's out is, there. Yeah. Well, so Michael Thomas and Urban Meyer—they got history, right? They used to be at uh, Ohio State together. So, so there's that. I don't know. You know, yeah. Urban Meyer does like his circle of friendship or trust or what a cul-de-sac of unity or what did he call it? <laughs> Circle of trust. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> Cold to second unit. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, uh, speak. You, you brought. You played that Dan Campbell clip. He's we're in the news get up, this week. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought this story was funny. On Tuesday's practice, um, Lions coach Dan Campbell told the story about about when he was a player getting into a fight during training camp on his first day. Right. And this was, you know, this fighting shit was in the news a lot last week because the giants got into a brawl. Somebody else got into a fight last week too, but I can't remember who it was. Uh, But then, so he tells this story in the press conference before practice. And then of course, before the end of Tuesday's practice, uh, you know, two of the rookie lions are fighting each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, like, just two players just fighting each other <laughs> yeah okay and then of course he comes out it, it, it's so funny to watch i watched michael irvin a couple of days ago breaking down the the giants fight you know and the, to me this is like one of the dumber sides of football where they get into this whole macho thing like this is a good thing yeah. this means he's got a man's man <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, you guys, can you please? Yeah, you're saying that now, but if the Giants go, you know, if Jacobs gets hurt, or uh, what's the yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it, yeah, if Daniel Jones at the bottom Jones, of that pile yeah. winds up not being able to start, but if they go like, I guarantee you, if the Lions start the season like, you know, two and seven, uh, you, you're going to be saying you're going to go right back to that fight and say, "Well, you know, we should have known there were problems." There yeah, he never had the unit. locker room. You're going to go back and you're going to go back and rebrand that whole thing, you know, if it yeah. doesn't go well. So get the fuck out of here with all this man shit, um, <laughs> please. Get the fuck out of here with all this man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, 
we're going to get into the hot seat thing later, but I think, yeah, mm. this, this Dan Campbell situation is, uh, I mean, again, you know, oh, like I just said, the, the, yeah, the fate of how people see him as a head coach will revolve entirely around wins and losses at this point. It's I so, think. it's so uh, polarized. Um, so I went, I went, I saw a, um, I was watching when I was grabbing these clips. I just was watching. I got and just caught up in these uh, interviews that he's doing. <laughs> so, so I was looking at the comments as I was watching the interview, and hmm. some fans are like, "Oh, I love this guy. Oh, this is just <clears throat> what we need." And some are like, "What the fuck is hmm. going on?" And it's funny because some people are still buying into that. I just think it's outdated, hmm. man. These uh, people born in the year I- two thousand are coming into the NFL now, and they are not about yeah. that fucking. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not here to wipe your ass uh, stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm actually not. I, I don't feel the same way about Dan Campbell that I feel about Urban Meyer. I, I, I'm actually not rooting for Dan Campbell to fail. Purely, oh, no, I'm not on, rooting for him to fail. I'm just like, I don't think <clears> it's going to work. I, I agree with you, but I, I hope it works because just yeah. from the pure perspective of having him as a character mm-hmm. in the league. I do think that the NFL needs these kind of weirdos popping up from time to time. Yeah. I really do. Um, and, and I find him entertaining. I just think he's, yeah. So I, I hope he does. I hope he survives. I hope they win games. They're not going to. They're the Lions. They always lose games. Playoffs? Don't uh, talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it, it will be fascinating to watch him It'll be interesting to see if the Lions are as bad as we think they are. Like, wh- what will, how will Dan Campbell react to that kind of pressure? Like, will he unravel? Um, will he overcompensate somehow? But they are who what, we what, thought they were. Yeah, exactly. Like, how's <laughs> he? Is. What, what, they're going to suck. <laughs> how how yeah, much we, sucking are they allowed to do is the question because they're going to fucking yeah. suck. And as someone who has this big personality, it's just going to be interesting to see how he handles failure. Yeah, and when do they feel like, all right, enough of this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Because it's going to be bad. They're expecting the first year to be bad. Okay, it's a coach sure. first year. Then the second year is like, okay. Then it's like, is this the thing? Right. Like that shit ain't is, cute anymore. You know. Dan. Is this it? Yeah. Exactly. So I, um, I hope it gets four or five years to see. But. <clears throat> I don't mm-hmm. know, bro. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, okay. So one of the big sort of training camp rumors is that Dwayne Haskins is coming for Ben Roethlisberger's job. Did you watch the preseason um, game? I did not see the preseason game. I saw the highlights, and Haskins looked pretty good. I was going to say, he didn't look bad. He looked pretty good. I mean, it's preseason, um, so it's kind of hard to judge, but um, – I mean, you would have to imagine that if Dwayne Haskins is – I mean, if he gets his head right, I mean, this guy's – just from Roethlisberger's age, lack of mobility, um, yeah. you know, his, his you know, porn addiction. I mean, how could you not how, – how could you not take this guy down, Haskins? Like, yeah. um, just seems I, – I wouldn't be surprised if you see Haskins take over the starting role midway through the season oh, right man. i don't know i mean they have the hardest steelers have the hardest schedule in the nfl this year hardest. you know how i feel about that shit that means nothing <laughs> right now <clears throat> i agree it doesn't that mean anything nothing yet. right now yeah so beginning of the we'll year see. last year hmm. 
Didn't they say like Patriots thought like the AFC East had the hardest schedule? It's like no, they didn't. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of rumors about Sean Watson this week. Uh, oh yeah, I heard. first there was a tied to the Eagles. First there was a for, yeah. First there was a rumor that the Panthers are quietly keeping an eye on Deshaun Watson, mm. which made me think. Well, the Broncos clearly are doing the same thing. Uh, it's are smart anyway. Um, and then there was this like really confusing report where it was like in the morning they were like, okay, the talks between Houston and 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 Philadelphia are heating up. But then by the end of the day, it was like reports that talks between uh, the Texans and the Eagles are heating up. Turns out to be false. It's like, what? Okay. What? <laughs> you, the same person <clears throat> reported it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought, I, thought that's so, what, I didn't even see that they recanted that. I just saw that, you know, it was heating up and I was yeah. thinking Eagles. Okay. By the, by the end of the day, they had recanted it. Okay. Um, so, what do you think? You think he's gonna he's gonna be on the Texans and just uh, not playing, right? I, I think I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I think mean, they're I gonna bury like him. If you have him, and then he's allowed to play, then play. Uh, you're not gonna win. You're not gonna be hoisting the trophy, <laughs> which is the biggest <laughs> nightmare for the NFL. <clears throat> probably, that's probably what they're thinking too. If he was on a team that was fully done. Or a threat to win it all, maybe they'll be more like, all right, put him on exemplars. But he's he's down there in that fucking hellhole. I just don't think he he has like he, he has less than zero leverage. He's, he's got like negative right. leverage, right? If that's even possible, um, because he's still under contract. He's got these, you know, twenty yeah. something uh, potential rape charges hanging over his head. Uh, they don't have to trade him um i mean the only downside is that they still have to pay him uh for showing up Mm, exactly um but i I, there's no upside to the texans trading him and there's not a whole lot of upside to trying to get him on your team at this point and you're gonna be lowballed texans are gonna be lowballed no matter what and then just and imagine being Deshaun Watson like actually going out onto the football field in front of an audience, a crowd of people. What's that going to be like? Yeah, they're going to be talking right? shit. You, oh man, you yelling all <clears> sixty thousand people in the stadium, and he walks out to play football. What the, what the hell is that going to sound like? I wanted to play the Eagles this year. <laughs> oh, there'd be batteries flying from every corner of the stadium. <laughs> That's how they roll. They fucking throw batteries at people, those motherfuckers. That's how that's in Philadelphia. Recycling is like just throw your batteries at professional athletes. That's recycling in Philly. <laughs> that's recycling. <laughs> that's how they recycle. Uh, let's see. Oh, they play the NFC oh, West, they- so they won't be facing the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Womp womp right. womp. Um, the Nick Foles situation is kind of interesting. We talked about this last week. We were joking about how when Carson Wentz injured his foot, that you know these rumors about Nick Foles going to Indianapolis started to pop up, and then Nick Foles got interviewed. Somebody stuck him in front of a camera, and he 
he, in a very not so subtle way, talked about how much he loves Frank Reich and how nobody understands him better than Frank Reich. And, uh, <laughs> all this, it was like, okay, bro, are you flirting with F- Frank Reich right now? What is going on here? <laughs> uh, and then they go to Frank Reich and start asking him, and then he didn't pour water on the idea either. He just started talking about how Nick Foles is a great quarterback and we have a special relationship. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is happening. oh carson i mean i i really kind of want this to happen i think it would be hilarious (laughs) yeah especially for what you said that he's the guy who (laughs) especially if he does well (laughs) and if just imagine this okay like I said, there's already a statue of Frank Wright and Nick Foles outside <laughs> of the Philadelphia Eagles Stadium. Imagine if there's another one outside of whatever the fucking Colts Stadium is Oof. at the end of the year. <laughs> I mean, uh, Carson Wentz would be like, "Fuck this! I'm going to the CFL." <laughs> Goes I mean, to the CFL and uh, Nick Foles follows him. <laughs> uh, shout out to all of the players inducted in the Hall of Fame. As a matter of fact, yeah. Who? Um, Peyton Manning was, was the big that? one. Peyton Manning, who's Isaac the Bruce frizzy-haired S- Steelers guy? Uh, I don't know. Who you talk? Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, po- Troy Palomalu. There you go. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a lot. There was a lot that came in. Um, but Isaac Bruce was. They showed. Did you know? I don't know if you saw this on NFL Network this week. Isaac Bruce blocked a punt before. I did not know that. He was on his, like his second year in the league or something like that. So he was on the special teams. He wow. comes in, blocks a punt. Then he stays on the field because he's on the offense, scores a touchdown next play. <laughs> wow. That was crazy. Wow. Yeah, so Isaac Bruce. Uh, <clears throat> John Lynch as well. Uh, yeah. Calvin Johnson. Cool. Uh, Calvin Johnson was shouting out players he played with. Did not shout out uh, um, uh, Stafford. Mm. We, um, it's funny you bring that up because that was one of the things that I thought was interesting too. Because so th- there appears to be a, a slightly interesting backstory to the recent headline where um, Calvin Johnson, as some of you know, uh, was also referred to during his career as Megatron mm-hmm. uh, turned down a $500,000 a year gig from the lions to do like kind of promotional work for them. Um, oh, really? Now Calvin Johnson is one of these players who, you know, a lot of people have heard the story that a lot of great players have kind of wasted their careers in Detroit, like Barry Sanders and mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford potentially. And, and, um, and Megatron also who in Megatron, he, he retired when he was 30, which kind of took the lions by surprise. Everybody. Um, and yeah. And it was after a season of like catching like over 80 passes and going for nearly 2000 yards or something. Mm. But despite being that good, the Lions were like 0-16, I think. Um, he had a very, you know, tumultuous relationship with the team um, that got even worse after this surprise retirement because the Lions forced him to pay back a portion of his signing bonus from his eight-year extension deal. Oh. Uh, so 
they this this 500 grand uh, a year deal was like a way for the lions to try and pay that back um because you know this had become kind of an issue um so he even said he is a quote here he says that's the reason the rift between you know the team and I that's why it exists I had to pay some money back. The reason I don't have any involvement with the team is because of this fucking thing that they, this money they made me pay back. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and he said, you can't make me pay money back and then still want me to come around. It doesn't work like that. Mm. So yeah. for him, the, the insult was, the insult was more important than, than the money. Um, so that's why he's like, yeah, fuck the lions. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. COVID news. This uh, we're going to keep talking about this because it keeps coming up. I thought it was interesting that I saw yesterday the the Pentagon is going to force the vaccine on everyone on all of the the troops. Like it's going to be. It's like now you're having more and more conversations about this just being mandatory. Of course. Um, I mean, and, and you know I how think many vaccines I, I took and I didn't know what the <clears> fuck they were putting in my arm when I was in the military. When I first and got I think there, they uh, we walked down like an assembly line, and it was just doctors on mm. both or nurses on both sides just sticking each arm. Boop 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 boop. My first night. <laughs> yeah, and and the it's always interesting when 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 the government winds up taking the lead on something like this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like think about it from an NFL perspective. If if the NFL decides, okay, you know what? If you're going to play in the NFL, it's mandatory that you have the COVID vaccine. Who who are you gonna sue, right? Where's that gonna go? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, the, the United States government is requiring everyone to have the vaccine, so you don't really have a case here. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's been some other situations where where the military has sort of set a legal precedent um, in an interesting way, and I think this may be one of them too. It won't be the last time you hear this story. Um, wow. But the NHLP. Um, what does it say here? Uh, yeah, Bears tight end Jimmy Graham. That, that was the story that popped up first. He Bears tight end Jimmy Graham, he pops up on Twitter and basically starts saying he feels mm. like he was forced to get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, no, he said that because he felt like he was forced <clears throat> to get it. And then they find out that people can still catch this Delta variant. And he's just like, what the point was the point of me getting the vaccine? It's like, so you right. don't die. <laughs> I don't get what people don't get about that part. Yeah, you can yeah. still catch COVID. And uh, some people think they might still be able to spread the Delta variant. But you won't be hospitalized or sick. And that's how the virus goes away. Right. Mm, I mean, I Cam Newton, not sick, but not. Uh, yeah, horrible. Cam Newton appears to be unvaccinated based on his, you know, it's too personal. <laughs> yeah, he said it was too personal to discuss. Which, okay, you yeah. know, uh, but the thing that I think is interesting about this is that, I mean, Cam Newton's got Mac Jones nipping at his heels, and I, I don't think for a second that Bill Belichick is gonna is is gonna entertain the idea that that Cam Newton is in some sort of a quarterback competition, but, but nah. if COVID, but if COVID forces his hand, if Cam, Cam Newton had, had remember he's, a lot of people are blaming his performance last year on COVID. If I was him, I'd take the vaccine, you know, four times. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause if Cam gets COVID, bare minimum, he's out for 10 days, mm-hmm. right? And even if he has a close contact case, he'll be out for five days. It's not like he's got the most secure job in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I don't know. Um Lamar Jackson too. Lamar Jackson, he's I think he's finally back at practice, but he missed eight, nine days of practice because he got COVID for a second got, time. Yeah, I was going to say it's the second time getting it, too. But they got the governor of Baltimore out there begging Jackson to get vaccinated. Oh, wow. <laughs> the governor of Baltimore is like, will you please get vaccinated? Um, Jackson, he's also one of the, like I said before, he's one of those QBs like Jake Allen who's up for, you know, big time contract extension. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if his decision to not get vaccinated plays some kind of role in this negotiation. I, I, I don't know. I mean, he's really, I, I, you know, I see, mean, I, I wonder if uh, I think their argument is that I don't know. I haven't heard what nobody's really directly saying what their problem is. It with it is just that it's my choice type of thing but i like to hear somebody like explain their choice like uh but then again they'll look stupid because they're getting all of this information and it just doesn't seem logical to not take it um Mm. because the vaccine itself has not been shown to be harmful right so well they're just like i don't want what what don't you want like you have taken vaccines before and now there's one that can help other people then why are you not it's it's very odd well it's the logic that it was so quickly put together but then if you look into that then there's a reason for that as well (laughs) so it was like come on right yeah come on well speaking come on son the fuck out of here with that bullshit (laughs) yeah Speaking of uh, logical, we got Kirk Cousins out here with a new solution. Uh, I didn't get that you like that sound effect. <laughs> I forgot to get that one, man. Kirk Cousins, what, uh, what's he talking about? He so he apparently had to sit out. You know, we talked about this last week. He had to sit out for for several days because their rookie quarterback got COVID, and apparently the issue was was that the the quarterback room that they have apparently was too small or something. So anybody who was in that room with him is considered close contact. Um, but instead of getting the vaccine, Kirk Cousins is suggesting that he essentially surrounds himself in plexiglass. So he's just going to walk around in a in a plexiglass container. Or is he going to? Fuck is wrong, this dude. He's going to. They need to build him like a little mini pope mobile. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like a Pope mobile with wheels yeah, and uh, a remote, like a little joystick. So he gets, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be, that'd be weird. Have his little, honda, honda. <laughs> here comes, here comes um, <laughs> But the interesting thing that's starting to come out due to Kirk Cousins being kind of in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons, uh, is there are stories starting to leak about his father. Have you ever heard of this guy? No, no. Kirk Cousins' dad, Don Cousins. He's a uh, he's a pastor at a church, Orlando, Florida, yeah. or in Orlando, and he puts clips of his sermons on Twitter. Um, Kurt puts and, clips of well, his dad's sermons on Twitter. Or no, his dad. Does. Okay. The the church that he worked for, they have a social media department, and they put out these clips. Um, and and Don Cousins as is, is his name. Don he appears to have 
some fear, not just about COVID, but also naturally about Satan and Satan's agenda. Okay. Uh, so he's, he said in one of these clips, he said, Alexander the Great, Hitler, Satan, they all have an agenda. Uh, they all have agenda items in the United States, including textbook changes, cancel culture, and the removal of statues. Right. So he, okay. he goes on, he goes on to say, obviously, we understand where most of the media, the arts, and Hollywood is coming from today and what their agenda is. Athletics, if you're at all tuned in to pro sports these days and what's unfolding there, you know the platform that's taking place. Friends, the voice of God's enemies through the platforms of the world is loud and it's dominant. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> you are trash. I got so many for that, man. Dude. You should go check out some of these clips. It's oh a trip. my god, <clears throat> it's a trip. Uh, yeah, he's a real character. Very interesting. Kind of helps you to understand where you know, because you look yeah. at Kirk Cousins, just looks so vanilla. You know what I mean? You just think, who is this guy? You know, but then you see the guy who raised him, and you're like, oh, that's why yeah, he's that's like this. Okay, uh, I get. Oh, that makes wow. sense. Uh, Don't get me yeah. started on these churches um let's see forbes released their most valuable nfl franchise list okay uh, which you know normally would be kind of a whatever story um but it did prompt a very interesting one of the few times where i'm like you know what tom brady's got a point here um oh yeah so the the salary cap dropped by 20 percent this year mm-hmm. uh but nfl teams got richer by 14 percent, even during covid apparently yeah. Yeah. uh and then you have the new tv deals which is going to make them even more money um so tom brady fires off on twitter he said salary cap salary cap drops by 20 percent. new media deals were announced day after the 2021 salary cap was set nfl players better wake up at NFL PA, NFL yeah. players are ignorant. I, you know. Hey, uh, hey, Tom's on point uh, right there. Tom is not wrong about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's got a point it's, there. I got to give it to him, man. Uh, yeah, they, but they, we've talked about that union. It's whack. And uh, him calling them out, it's, it's accurate, man. And then have they responded? They should step up. Like, you know what? We'll see these next negotiations. We'll blah, blah, blah. But when it comes down to it, the players aren't going to want. Tom Brady could talk that shit. He's got a fucking, well, I mean, it's in this career too, but he also, his entire career had endorsements and stuff like that. He's been the face of kind of the league pretty much. Mm. So he can mm-hmm. talk that shit, but that guy at the edge of the <laughs> roster wants the league to go on, and that's what they have. That's their leverage is that nobody wants a lockout. So in order to mm. keep a lockout from happening, the players' union – bends over backwards every time or bends over forward actually <laughs> mm, exactly but uh they got to be willing to come together as a whole like maybe the players union can i don't know borrow some money to keep everybody you know all right who needs it you know what I'm saying like a stimulus package for the players just so they can negotiate i don't know yeah yeah, I, I mean, it, get it a is GoFundMe, get a GoFundMe going, yeah, and yeah. have the fans. If you care about your players, you know, but the fans want to see the game too. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So if I'm a fan and I'm wanting to see it, I'll be like, yo, man, y'all can't get a deal done. Even though the players get screwed in the deals. Like at some point they it's it almost feels like it, there has to be a successful competing league for this league to treat them to 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 act right. But that's never yeah. gonna happen. No. Um no, absolutely not. And I think um well, it's just kind of fascinating. You know, you spent this whole year of you know, going through this COVID season with no fans and listening to this business about how the teams were saying that, talking about how much money they were going to lose. Mm. But you go through this list, all of them, they're up. Like they, they it shows their value and it shows how much that value has increased in the past year. All of them, how, 14, how did, 15, 13, 20%. How did it happen though? I'm, I'm trying to figure out how did it work? How did their value increase? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, the usual suspects are here. You got the Cowboys at number one, Patriots at number two, Giants at number three. The Cowboys number one, man. Washington football teams at number five. Wow. Uh, Bears are at number seven. So Jets major, number eight. Major markets except for Dallas. Oh, exactly. Where are the Falcons on this list? Probably way the fuck. I mean, the Buccaneers are only twenty first. They're in mm. 21 spot. Kansas City Chiefs, 22. That's a little surprising. You know? Yeah, go, Falcons got to be way down here. <laughs> ah. I don't know where where were the Dolphins? Are they top 10? Mm. Miami's a prime location. Not that I'm biased. No. Dolphins are 15. Uh. <laughs> After this year's Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we'll be up. Yeah, Falcons are number twenty. Okay, three point two billion. <laughs> Just imagine mm-hmm. that you're like, man, I'm. <sighs> my team's only worth three point two billion. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. Uh, is that um, it for the news? You got some. You got some uh, coaches you want to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. We, we've been flirting with this coaches on the hot seat thing. I've been thinking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be interesting. I I thought about this, and I was saying I'm sitting here looking at a, a list of, I guess, who Vegas wants you to think are the most likely oh, okay. the coaches, coaches yeah. to get fired. But, of course, I've got my own list. Of who okay. I think should well, what's, get what's fired. Vegas saying first? What's Vegas talking about? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you the top ten from Vegas. Okay, Ve- Vegas thinks that do the top coach five. That do is top five. Top five. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Where is that? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. The fifth most likely coach to get fired, according to Vegas, is uh, Mike Zimmer. Okay. From the Vikings. Okay. Uh, number four is John Gruden. <laughs> with that crazy contract mm-hmm. that's just number three money. yeah number three is uh matt Nagy. really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay uh number two is vic fangio from the broncos um and the second the, year yeah and the year? number one coach yeah, number one coach that Vegas expects to get fired first is uh, Mike McCarthy 
from Dallas Cowboys. That's a very weird list. That means we could beat Vegas, man. What's the what's the odds mm. on Zach Taylor? Mm, 12 to 1. McCarthy is 15 to 2. Is that what it says? Yeah. I don't understand U.S. odds. <laughs> I get 12 it's to 1. Little, yeah. but when they throw another number after that, there's like, what? <laughs> they got David Cully on this list, too, which I'm like, how are you going to fire him? He just got You've he essentially, just started. I mean, he's, A, he just started. B, you just threw him into a dumpster fire. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to fire that guy? Like, I, of course, the Texans are they're going to have a terrible year for sure. That right. much we can all agree on. But but fire him because you threw him into a dumpster fire. I don't and Zach so. Taylor's 12 to one. Hmm. He's like middle of the pack. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to be first to go, man. Zach Taylor, I think you could be correct. We'll see. So I, so my list is a little different. My list is is um, my list is is based on who should get fired. Okay. Um, and it's like, you know, throw all the money out, all the contracts out. This is just like, okay, you're like right now you're a, you're either a bad football coach or you're just not the right guy for this team, at this moment in time. All right. Period. Um, number ten on my list is Dan Campbell, and I know that he's a first-year coach, but I just think that the more I think about it, if he if he turns out to be who we think he is, right? Um, because the one part of this equation that we do know is that the Lions are not going to win football games. That well, part. What if they just keep him on a chain, a big ass chain? <laughs> you think that? <laughs> Yeah. Look, and I'm not even saying I think he's going to get fired. Okay. I'm just saying that I think he could. And also the other reason why I think Dan Campbell could get fired is because they are in the middle of a potential ownership shift, right? They've got oh, yeah. this oh, yeah. old, 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 old lady who technically owns the team. If she dies and the kids take over and they don't like Dan Campbell, even if it's one year, he gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, if he goes down, yeah. we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. <laughs> so watch yeah. out for that shit. <laughs> hey, I've seen your guy, um, Brian Flores, on some of these. I've looked at several top 10 hot seat lists, and a lot of times Flores is in the top five, which I'm like, I, no, I don't. <laughs> Stupid. He didn't make my they, list. They know, no, like, they know nothing about the team then. If they <laughs> you know, they're, they're basing the whole thing on, like, if Tua turns out to not be – what they thought he was, then then somehow that's Brian Flores's problem. Yeah, um, so or that somehow me, that like that's why he's going to get fired if Tua sucks. Um, but yeah. I don't think that it's not his. No. Uh, number nine on my list is Mike Zimmer. Uh, I put him lower on the list because I do think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that being this defensive guru, yep. being in charge of this team, which you know, for whatever reason, continues to sort of hit below their level of expectation. Um, They just might run out of patience with this guy and just be like, you know what? Yeah, you're great, but we got to, we got to switch this up somehow uh, because this ain't working. Um, 
which would be unfortunate for him because I really think that it's probably has more to do with, with his players. Uh, it has way more to do with, I think this Kirk Cousins, even before all this crazy figuring out that Cousins is, is a bit of a Looney Tunes guy who wants to travel around inside of a plexiglass box. Um, <laughs> I mean, I thought that his deal has been hurting this team for years. Yeah. Um, he so, was throwing the stuff on um, when he got the deal. It was just from a long time. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you're listening, Josh Allen. Uh, <laughs> number eight on my list is Vic Fangio. I think, wow. I think Vic Fangio, again, also a good coach. But I think this team is poorly managed, and I think that he may be. Yeah, I, I, this this I think that this situation with their so-called quarterback competition between, you know, between Teddy Bridgewater and and Drew Locke, I think is the fact that they didn't go out and try to get a quarterback when they had the chance, and, and especially when you look at the get, draft, they're trying to get Deshaun Watson. I know, but even during the draft, like they had a chance to get, I mean, like they passed up on Justin Fields. Imagine that guy goes out onto the field and balls out. Yeah, How stupid are the Broncos yeah. going to look? They That's could have taken it. not Fangio's fault. No, it's not Fangio's fault, but I think that, I think that he'll it's be John the fall Elway, guy right? for it. Isn't it John Elway over there? Yeah, but I think, I think Fangio will be the fall guy for it if it doesn't work out. Yeah. And number seven on my list is Matt Rule. Wow. Um, I know that he's he's only been around for a couple of years, but I, I just yeah. feel like one year, right? It, this, I think he's going into his second year. I don't think he's going to get fired this year, but I'm just saying his seat's warm. It's not like screaming hot. Uh, you know, he's got that coming from college to pros thing going on. I, I just not it, there needs to be significant improvement with um with this with this team this year or next year, or he's, he's in trouble. Okay. Um, number six on my list, Mike Vrabel. Hmm. Uh, Coming off 11 look, and five six, season. I know, but I, I honestly think, I think the Texans or sorry, Titans. I always mix them up. I think the Titans may be one of those teams that have hit their ceiling. Hmm. Um, yeah. They put up, good regular season numbers, but their postseason record, you know, that story seems to end the same way every year. Well, two years ago, they were in the AFC championship game. I know that, but they're always like right here. They're going to get the Chiefs, man. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think that the best team team in, you know, in the league. But again, he's supposed to, this guy's supposed to be, you know, a defensive guru and they have, they have one of the worst defenses in the yeah, league. That's true, and they lost um, to uh, Buffalo last year. It wasn't the Chiefs last? I think in the and I, yeah, and I think the D line rankings. I think they're just above the Falcons. Okay. So you know that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Um. Yeah, me. I, I think me. they've. Yeah. Number five on my list is Mike McCarthy. Um. Actually, I think it has less to do with Mike McCarthy and more to do with Jerry Jones. I think Jerry Jones is getting to a point in his life where we heard him say it a few weeks ago. He'd do anything humanly possible to get a Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. which means that his patience level is extremely low. Uh, He has 
more money than he knows what to do with. He doesn't give two shits about having to pay Mike McCarthy any kind of guaranteed money before he right. finishes his contract. If if the if the Cowboys stink this year, he, 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 McCarthy's gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he'll stick with him for the whole season. But if the Cowboys don't make the playoffs, uh, Jerry Jones is going to fire this dude. If for no know, other man. reason, he kept, he kept Jason Garrett for so long. But uh, maybe M- Garrett was kind of his do boy. You know but that's he, why I'm he was saying his, uh, gopher. Or I don't know what to call it. He just he was pushover. McCarthy probably isn't. So that, I can see. But that. I also I can see what I... you're saying because he can't treat him like he treated Jason Garrett. He wants somebody he can run all over. It, that and also, like so I said, I think Jerry Jones feels like he's running out of time to win another Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, he ain't getting any. Fuck that guy. Uh, Exactly. Uh, Number four on my list uh, is Zach Taylor from the Bengals. Uh, I'm just not really sure. I'm just not really sure this guy has it. I can't believe. I just don't. I want to hear three. I can hear my daughter in the background laughing. She's pissed. She's a Bengals fan. (laughs) She'll be happy when they get a better coach. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I'm just not sure this guy has it. I think you have one of the most coveted assets in the league in, in Joe Burrow. And now you've got him, his buddy, Jamar Chase out there catching passes. If, if, if they have not fixed this, this O-line problem that they had last, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league in the first half of the season, which is why, you know, maybe maybe he's processing stuff a little faster now. This is his second year now. So you never know. Yeah. But he did. I'm saying he just never had. He had never had more than two seconds to fucking make a decision, mm. because if he had more than two seconds, he was going to be on his ass. Mm. So yeah. I, I think Zach Taylor might just be one of those guys who just didn't deserve to get the job that he got in the first place. Um, and and a lot of that is based on listening. You know, yeah. kind of your breakdown of the coaches. Like I feel like, yeah, I just I don't believe in this guy. I think he. I think he may have never been there. In the, he, he maybe should not have been there in the first place. Agreed. Um, number three on my list is Matt Nagy. Um, I think if Matt Nagy fucks up this quarterback situation, first of all, he's already on the hot seat because he's stuck with Nick Foles for, t- or uh, sorry, with Mitch Trubisky for too long. Uh, yeah. it, it's been a tumultuous couple well, of years. He wasn't there for. Nagy wasn't there when they brought in Nick. Uh, what's his name? Trubisky, right? No, he wasn't there when they when they drafted him. But I, I just mean, you know, he. I I think he <clears throat> he he's made too many questionable decisions with this team, uh, and he's also wasting what was one of the best defenses in the league. Right, remember how we were talking about the Chicago Bears two, two, three years ago? Yeah, and he got what's his name? You know, yeah. that and, was that twenty eighteen squad, right? Yeah, and now, um, and now you know you can really feel the discontent kind of setting in over this team, um, and and they go out and draft what could be, you know, one of the more dynamic players uh, in the league, and. I just think that if he if he fucks this up, if he screws this up somehow, uh, yeah, he's 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 not going to survive it. Yeah, I don't he, think. I think you're right. He's. I mean, it would have to depend. 
it would have to depend entirely on, you know, Andy Dalton would have to suck and Justin Fields would have to be amazing. Right. Right. So, and we don't know if Justin Fields is going to be amazing in the NFL. We know he was great in college. So there's a lot of unanswered questions here, but I'm just saying that if he, if he fucks this decision up, he's, um, if he waits too long, right? Cause everyone always says your backup quarterback is the most popular player on the team when, when you're losing, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if he waits too long to put that kid in, whether he's good or not, he's going to yeah. be, it's sort of what we saw in Philadelphia last year. Everybody kept waiting. Like just when you're going to put Hertz in, Wentz is stinking up the joint. When are you going to put him in? And it wasn't like, it's not like Jalen Hurts was that great. No. You know? But it's just but, better. The team knows but, who's better and who they want to But it was just for. week after week. It was week after week. You had everybody in the town basically yeah. convinced that the win years were over. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I think Nagy's in trouble. Um, that's a good point. Strong number, point. Number two on my list is Cliff Kingsbury. Oof. Um, there we go. I – I didn't really have a lot of strong opinions about Cliff Kingsbury because like I said, the Cardinals for me is like, I don't even hate the Cardinals. It's like, I just don't even care. It's like, fuck that team. Um, <laughs> who cares about the Cardinals? You know? Um, but w- the coaching breakdown episodes kind of really made me dislike this guy. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and the more I think about him, the less I like him. Uh, and And he feels like one of those guys who probably didn't deserve the gig. Uh, and, and he's, and also consider this, I mean, he, I mean, think about all the, all you think about everything that they had last year, plus all the free agents that they went out and signed this year. Yeah. They really you, tried to haul, you, they, they won, uh, the off season. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, it's only going to take so long before people are going to start to think Cliff Kingsbury is wasting this roster. Yep. Right. I mean, you're going to waste – you're really going to ride with this guy for all of Kyler Murray's rookie deal? Exactly. I mean, come on. Don't you want to get a guy in there who actually knows knows what he's doing? Yeah, he's – yeah, that's I feel like that every time. He, he strikes me as one of these the, coaches – In the game, too. It's horrible, yeah. Mm, he strikes me as one of these coaches who, who he goes about like, well, if I just go out and get the best players available – then they'll make me look like a good coach. That's how you uh, win college in college, and that's where he came from. Exactly. You recruit the top – you get the top recruits, and they make you look like a genius. Yeah. So, um, number one on my list, again, the deal will make this nearly impossible. But the number one person, in my opinion, who should be fired in the middle of the season – presumably, uh, is Gruden, John Gruden. I, I think they gave this, this guy has way too much rope. Whoa. They've given this guy way too much rope. That's He's got this genius. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got this tag of being this like fucking football X's and O's genius. Yeah. West uh, yeah. All of that. Yeah. All that shit. And what does it get you? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> it gets you a, it gets you a really like fun, kind of interesting personality. I like, hearing him talk in interviews he's always quite funny intense uh he's intense he's got that kind of like kind of scraggly like old school thing so i think he's an entertaining guy i think it'd be a shame if he wasn't in the league but that being said uh i just don't think this guy is the guy i just don't think he's 
you know, and and I think you need, and especially now now the team's landed in a new market. Um, you need you need a winning team. You need a team that's run well. You need a team that shows up every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need a team that can play consistently for 17 games, not for seven or eight, which is what they've been doing for the last three years, you know, above average. And then all of a sudden off a cliff, yep. Hello, you do that. You play to win the yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm telling you right now, regardless of that deal that he signed, if they do for what would be the third year in a row to, to basically be, a great team up until week eight and then all of a sudden fall off a cliff and they can't win a football game. Uh, if they do that again, I don't understand how you keep this guy. Mm. Yeah. But aside from the money, aside from the contract that he has, but the contract money, that doesn't count against your cap. So you can get rid of him. I mean, yeah, of course it would suck. But these... it, yeah. Well, but you could trade him I, like I just... they did. Let... Oh no, he's got a no trade clause. <laughs> <laughs> they traded yeah. him last time to the Bucks. They could swap him with Dan Campbell, see how he makes out in Vegas. <laughs> we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. <laughs> I can't believe he said that with a straight face. That was uh, so and funny. then he kept going, man. It was like, he's, you know, his quarterback should be Jameis Winston. That would be perfect. All the fucking coach speaking quarterback speak, just going back and forth. Just all oh, motivation, uh, no content. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, man, that, yeah, was so good, that was a good breakdown, man, of the uh, the hot seat breakdown. Yeah, that's my list. Man, I like it. Hot. I like the list, man. I like the list. Uh, I would have. Uh, I, yeah, it's accurate too. I, I think. Yeah, uh, who, it makes sense. Who did but, I leave off the list? Who do you think I should have put on the list? You got anyone? You got. I mean, it was ten. You got the ones I would say. The main ones I would say are uh, Nagy. You 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 convinced me on Nagy. Mm. I had like a little soft spot for him for some reason. But uh, you're mm. right, man. It's time to put up a shutter. I wouldn't have Gruden as the number one just because I have Zach Taylor as a head and shoulders above the rest. And and, and Cliff Kingsbury, I've forgotten about him. That's a strong mm. one right there. Mm. King, and, mm. and they didn't even have him in there, huh, in the Vegas. Mm. Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, they did. He just wasn't – they had Kingsbury. He just uh, wasn't in the wasn't top in five. wasn't in the top five. Okay. The, the others – so they had – Vegas had Mike McCarthy, Vic Fangio, Matt Nagy, John Gruden – Mike Zimmer, Cliff Kingsbury, Zach Taylor, David Cully, Joe Judge, and Mike Vrabel. I would say Joe Judge is an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, and only because, I mean, Joe Judge, I think he's going into his second year, or is it his third year? I can't remember, with the Giants. I think it's his Anyway, I think it's his second year. If if that team, I mean, just considering that it's such a, it's such a big market team, um, if this fight thing turns out to indicate that the team, you know, is is not on the same page, right? If, yeah, if he if, lost them already. If you go into the if you if you've lost the if it if it winds up being one of those storylines where it's like, oh shit, JoJo's lost the locker room. You know, they can't even win a game in the worst division in football. Joe Judge could be out of there pretty quick. With Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're gonna Saquon's gonna come back. You're gonna waste his his, I mean, I uh, Joe Judge could be out pretty quick too. Yeah, so it's I his think second he, year. Is it, you're right. It's his second season. So we'll see. That's what. That's the hard part. If somebody's, it's not, it's kind of unfair to coach mm-hmm. second season to be on the hot seat. But 
you know if it ain't working though. So, but these big market teams, you know, yeah, yeah, it's tough. And Dallas kind of is. I mean, they're just the most expensive. They're not in the big market, but Dallas Cowboys is a big market team. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So that's why he fucked up keeping Jason Garrett too long. Mm-hmm. And then now he's in this predicament. Where he probably has never been able to figure out how he fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> right? I just haven't figured it out. I how out I, how fucked. I fucked it up. But uh, how did I fuck that up? <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Absolute mystery. Yeah. So, uh, so once again, uh, you know how we feel about him. Mm-hmm. I know what's uh, coming. No, I didn't. Uh, it was. Oh, time, I thought you were trying to hit passed. the fuck that guy. Yeah, I was trying to. The time had passed. I was, it was yeah. gone. Now I found it, but it's too late. Never too late. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's wrap this thing yeah. up, man. Thanks for uh, for doing this even from beautiful uh, scorn there. And, yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Are we going to be in the same room next week? Are you back in town? Yeah, I'm back. Cool, I'm man. Back. So we'll be back in studio in the Sound Lounge. Uh, for man, those of you, sound lounge. <laughs> for those of you that want to participate in fantasy football, go to Patreon.com. If you're a Patreon, then, or if you're a Patreon subscriber, then you'll see... The uh, post and on the on the desk or whatever it's called. What is it called? The board, the dashboard. You'll see it there, and you can right. uh, put your name in there, and then we'll uh, let you know um, who's in the in the team. I mean, who's in the league, mm. and then if we have to make another uh, a separate league as a second one, then we'll do that as well. But um, mm. stay tuned for that. Put your name in there, and uh, we'll get back. Uh, with the draft date and all of that stuff, so so go to Patreon. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna team up with your brother. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna team up with with my boy Isak. Right, he's he's done this before, so he can wow. he can guide you, guide me. Ja- so that'll be our two two spots taken up, and then the rest is uh, for listeners. So hmm. we will uh, keep everybody uh, posted on that uh, Patreon.com/slash SvenFL. To support as well. Uh, mm. Of course, you have to be a Svenafel subscriber, uh, which is a minimum $1 per month, which is right. Mm. And you can do it in crowns, which is, uh, I guess, it's like 10 crowns or 9 crowns, something like that. So Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, you could put that. You could use uh, Swedish crowns if that makes you feel more comfortable. But uh, <clears throat> thanks so much for listening to this episode of Svenafel. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Nisara. And we will catch y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.